if we were to have last name basis merchandise, hate ass hater to me would be a great piece of merch. But when you read it, if you don't know the podcast, you might think it says hate and ass hater. Like you are, you hate ass. Like you're hating ass. Hate well, that's why. Ass. That's why my idea with the hating and ass and hater. Like the ampersand. The ampersand, and? yeah. Because that's like a style. I've seen there are a bunch of shirts that do it now. I haven't seen that before. Yeah. Kid Noble, Kid Noble does proud and carefree and um, I'm getting them out of black. order. And black. <laughs> no, I knew the black part, but there's three <laughs> adjectives. Like, you're like, he's something else. <laughs> like, there's one more thing he is. I can't, bearded. I can't is it, he's got a beard, glasses, and is. glasses. <laughs> <laughs> With four corners in a triangle, why we keep it 100 tie optional? With a person from a dance acting on the screen, you know who it is, man, it's Jessica Lee. He's a lawyer, she's an activist, and you're tuning to them live, this is Last Name Basis. You ready? Yeah. Okay. So we have all types of fun and exciting things to talk about, not just my glasses and not just my fabulous hair. Your hair is fabulous. Thank you. It's huge. It is giant. It's massive. Enormous. I um, did a photo shoot for Napstar, which is the salon that I go to. This is not sponsored. I just love them that much. Yeah, it's great because um, Annette, who does my hair, just transformed me. I have so much hair on my head. You have a ton of hair. I freaking love it. There's gold in there. There's beads. There's blonde. I got a little bit of everything up in there. Um, And it was making me think, Patrick, I feel like you have probably learned a lot about black hair because of me. Yeah. Yeah, I've learned a ton. I know all sorts of stuff. (laughs) You don't sound confident at all. Well, that's not. Well, tell me. You know, put a white guy on the spot to talk about black hair. Like, this is a trap, right? (laughs) (laughs) Trying to go viral, bitch. <laughs> You're not a good person. No, so tell me something that you know. Um, I learned that um, that black hair is often very dry and brittle. Okay, that's true. Um, I just said okay. I don't know why. <laughs> that's not a word. <laughs> okay, sometimes it's dry. Sometimes it, uh, it is. Grows, it grows very quickly. Does it? Sometimes. <laughs> on occasion. <laughs> You are talking out of your butthole. I- <laughs> <laughs> Patrick's butthole now is on our podcast. <laughs> it's our first guest. No, didn't you tell me? Didn't you tell me that black hair grows particularly fast? No, I didn't. Is it the it. opposite? No, I don't think that it grows. I don't think that there I is. I was a- told that there was. I, I had. I, I felt like I learned something about that. No, I don't think. The thing is, because is, my hair takes forever to grow. Okay. Oh, you know Are why? You want me to answer you or know no? Why? No, since I'm the authority on this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, okay. So here's the thing. Black hair, it's not that it grows faster or slower, but the curl pattern that you see in Afro-textured hair makes it sometimes look like our hair grows slower because it does not grow straight and like hanging long. It grows in like a coil pattern. So mm. yeah, we do have shrinkage where you could take you know a small coil and you pull it and it's gonna be longer. Mm. But for locks, I feel like they grow the same rate as everyone else's does. It just takes longer to show the length because in addition to growing in that uh, well, I think I noticed that it well, was growing me... much faster than my hair. Uh, well, it, it, I don't think that that's the case, baby. It just I'm just telling you that I feel like in many ways, locks, it almost seemed like it grew slower because in addition to that coil, then you twist it, which, you know, inherently like shortens the length of the lock. So it hasn't grown any faster. So you were <laughs> so full this, of shit. So this was a trap. You know, nothing else you've learned? Uh, I, I mean, I 
I don't know. Sometimes there's little curls all over the sink. <laughs> sometimes you twist your locks. Sometimes you put like one time wait strange oils in there, and I, I'm like, I don't know what that is. And you're like, yeah, that's cool. And one time, I, I one time my stylist put like lemon in my hair. Patrick's like, why do you smell like a cleaning product? You, you smell like somebody mopped your head. It's, <laughs> it's true. The funniest was one time I um well I used to do a lot, a lot of like wigs for sketches and stuff. And one time I had worn some wigs and I guess there was some strands left in the bathroom and Patrick called me freaking out. He was like, somebody's been in our house. <laughs> and I was like, what are you talking about? I was like, why am I finding other people's hair in our bathroom? Yeah, it was, Unacceptable. Like, it was like a crime scene up in there. Patrick mm-hmm. was doing all of the collecting. Oh, it, didn't, it didn't match our super's hair. So I was like. Some really exciting news that I know you are all just waiting with bated breath for us to talk about. Yeah, the big, big news. Won the meatball party. We did. We won Ah. it. We took it. We took first place. It was an uphill battle, though. Well, listen. So if you are new-ish to our podcast, then you might not have heard last year we did an episode following the meatball party, and we were a little solemn because we had lost. But we had the best balls, like hands down, across the board. Just to bring you up to speed, our good friend Michelle Buteau, who is a hilarious comedian here in New York, and her husband Heiss have um, this meatball party. They've had it uh, five years now. Mm Where they ask all of their friends to make an original. Does it have to be original? I don't know. You just have to walk into a party with a tray full of balls so that other people can comment on it's your balls. It's really and make just ball an jokes. excuse to say balls over and over That's again it. Yep. under the guise of everyone makes meatballs, they're numbered, everyone tastes them, and then they vote to determine who has the tastiest saltiest balls. <laughs> and again, it's just it's just a place for grown adults to say balls over and over again. So last year we were definitely robbed. Do you want to tell people what you made? Okay, so last year so good. last year I made rosemary duck meatballs in an orange port wine reduction with lavender whipped cream served on a fried wonton. Like, can you not like move <clears throat> over Gordon Ramsay? Yeah, they no, that was so intense. delicious. You can't even get ground duck. I had to literally buy a meat grinder by the duck and grind it by hand to how, make those and meatballs. Can you remind me how often have you used that meat grinder? <laughs> I used it once. <laughs> I used it once because I was so heartbroken after we lost that meatball oh, contest. God. I just I gave it up. No, I you almost, just go I all, almost left cooking entirely. You just go all out. Patrick's like, I, <laughs> I he can't, can't do anything half ass. He's like, oh, I have to freaking grind the meat and then I have to make like a lavender cream sauce. Like, sir, I mean, granted, they were delicious. It was amazing. But we we did not know how many people were going to be there and so I think we got there and there was like 40 people and you maybe made like 15 Yeah, like we just didn't have enough so this year we said fuck all that noise we're going to do a gimmick (laughs) (laughs) I said if I can't win with the best recipe I'll win by theatrics well I mean it still was very tasty we I keep saying we I did participate but not in the traditional sense because I didn't actually make the yeah. meatballs. Yeah. Okay. So why don't you go ahead and <laughs> so say you played like a supporting role? No, you were there for moral support. I 
you know what? And I really did. And I am taking a lot of credit yeah. for us winning because this motherfucker did not even want to go to the meatball party. He was having a bad week. I was he having was a rough sad. week. I was going to go, but I was like, you know what? Maybe I just won't make any meatballs. And I said, that is absolutely but unacceptable. <laughs> then I came up with the best the best idea ever. But so. wait, no, no. Go back for one what? second. Because talk about how I encouraged <laughs> I'm still you. About you. Okay. okay. Talk about how I you texted you. And you I was did. like, you're going to win. Everybody's going to taste yep. your balls. Yes. And everyone's going to be like, whose balls are these? I'm going to be like, my husband's balls. And they're going to be like, those are amazing. <laughs> and I'm going to say, that's right. And then what happened? What I said would happen. <laughs> Right? So my meatballs were two green tea pork meatballs tied together by a piece of kitchen twine Mm -hmm. so that when you held them up, they looked like man balls. Yes. And we called them tea bags. Yeah. And so you had, and it was a double entendre because, you know, they had green tea actually in them. Like, and you could taste it. Yeah. They were green tea meatballs, but they were genius because you, they were meatballs that you had to eat like man balls. Well, no, no, no. You had to tea bag yourself. (laughs) Yes. And, And I think that this is important to understand because some of you who might be adults that don't have the sense of humor of middle schoolers might not know that tea bag is Are the, you really about to explain what teabagging is well, then on our look podcast? It up. Well, I'm just yeah, saying. Use the internet. <laughs> We're not that kind of podcast. It's meant to be fun. Okay, just, it's something gross. Just Google, okay? Okay. So basically, you had to swing the meatballs in front of your face. <laughs> you had to put your head back, swing them to eat them. And the way that I contributed to um, our winning balls was I made a little diagram Using my hundred thousand dollar graphic design degree, <laughs> I dusted it off. It was all worth it now, though. I wish I could go back in time and put that in my portfolio because that would have gotten me all of the jobs. They'd be like, "This is interesting. This will win a meatball party." Yeah, absolutely. I traced a person. I think they were like eating a cherry. They're eating cherries. They were eating yeah. cherries, but like I just drew around them and um, replaced the cherries with um, our little hanging meatballs. Put it on a little sign. I went to Target. I got a little frame. You know, I really added to the presentational aspect. You did. You did. And I do think I mean, the meatballs were delicious, but I think that when people saw that sign... They knew that that was the meatball. They, they were like, were yo, for. this is hilarious. Somebody drew that. <laughs> that is talent. It's in a frame. Right. Where's that from? From Target? <laughs> Holy shit. A Target frame? Whoever made this... They brought their egg. They wanted to win. Yeah. And um, we almost didn't win. We were the rightful winners of the meatball party, <laughs> but there was a brief second where there was some confusion because yeah. they called 17 yeah. and us and that other guy who like look at him. We got His called up. We got called up like La La Land. Yeah, it, we it, were like walked up to the front to accept our trophy, <laughs> and they looked at us kind of like, "Why are you here?" No, 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 no. We got there first. We were celebrating, and then he moseyed. I had up. the champagne open already. I was spraying people with and it. And then he came up, and we were like, "What are you doing?" And he said, "My balls were seventeen, also." Well, that sounds terrible. <laughs> 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 Not okay. <laughs> I, I didn't realize it until I said it. But yes, that does sound really, everyone's balls were of age, okay? So there was a little confusion. Then they, they did another vote to settle it. And everyone overwhelmingly voted for us. So we did win. We won a little trophy. It was great. And I'm 
really proud of us. We did it. We did it. And like everything good that happens online, people hated you for it. Yeah, I um, I posted on my Facebook. I posted everywhere, clearly, because I was like, yeah, we gloating in this bitch. I've, I was never, like, I've never seen you so invested about something like I so was, inconsequential. I was so excited. I was campaigning. You know what I mean? <clears> I Someone even suggested, I had my hair in these little buns. Someone suggested that my hair was styled as little meatballs. <laughs> I didn't even realize it, but subconsciously, I think that you that's probably were. why I did it. That's so funny. Um, I Your whole out, life was just like ball form at that point. <laughs> balls, balls. I was <laughs> everywhere. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. I was excited, you know? I thought it was something fun. Mm. You know, I'm very competitive. My husband was sad, and he needed something to cheer him up, and, I'm, and I love that you <sighs> love to cook, and I was just like, this is great. And I was surprised. I I guess maybe the post got shared in like a vegan community mm. because I have never gotten so many comments, you know, critical of the fact that I eat meat. And they were pretty like serious, you know, like one girl was even saying this really bothered me. She said, you know, do you think it's hypocritical to call yourself a feminist? while also participating in the oppression of animals. Which is interesting because she didn't comment on the fact that they were designed so that you had to eat them like balls. Right. And I was like... (laughs) You you, you would have thought she would have made that correlation before the oppression of animals. I mean, because there could... There there is an argument to be made that we were doing something that's like objectifying, you know, genitals. Balls. balls, Exactly. I was trying to be an adult. (laughs) You know, there's an argument to be made there and I I would indulge it. And I would say I don't necessarily agree... That, you know, if you're upset by it, I, I get it, whatever. But, like, I would be open to hearing it mm. versus telling me that I'm a bad feminist because I ate some meatballs. And, like, truth be told, I probably ate, like, two meatballs at the whole freaking party. One of them was a mushroom. Like, it wasn't even really meat. <laughs> like, I wasn't hungry, so I didn't even eat the freaking meatballs. But she went on to say, because I, I said to her, I was like, no, I don't think it's hypocritical of me. I think everyone's activism and feminism specifically takes shape differently. And feminism is about seeking equality between men and women. It doesn't have anything to do with animals. Like, if you have a problem with it's pretty me, focused. If you have a problem with me eating meat, like, I feel like there is a case to be made for not participating in the oppression of animals without like, calling me a hypocrite for believing that men and women deserve equal rights. And Mm. then she went on to bring up, like, the KKK. I was like, are you fucking (laughs) serious? serious? She was like... They ate pork. It was really weird. She was like... What was the connection? I said, like, I don't think it's fair to criticize or, like, police how I practice my activism the same way I wouldn't do that to you. You know, I tried to be positive and just said, like, I hope we can leave it at that, and I hope that you could, like, show me that respect. And she was like, oh, so that's just like saying I can't criticize someone for being, like, racist or sexist. And I was like, well, no, I don't think that, like, eating meat is the same as being racist or sexist. Again, if you don't eat meat, I get it, but, like, I don't think... There's not a one-to-one comparison Mm. in terms of, like, the way that we treat people. It's just, like, not the same. 
and she was like, oh, so you're saying I can't criticize your activism, so I can't criticize the KKK? They believe that they're activists, too. And I was like, what? That you're is, like, yeah, that is a, a violent bending of You are full human of human perspective. Shit. And That's it's ridiculous. Like, and again, here's the thing. Like, I try to be respectful was of Was this how... person just trolling you? I mean, was that well, what they were the doing? Well, here's the thing, though. They, they weren't people... because it wasn't just her. It was like a whole bunch of people. And I, I a bunch of them I didn't respond to, but I just kind of like read what people <laughs> were saying. And like, I think that there are a lot of people who are very passionate about animal rights and I, I get it and I, I want to be sensitive to it. I think where I have a disconnect is where it turns into, I have a problem with false equivalencies. Mm. And it's one of those things where I definitely think that we should talk about like how we raise animals for the purpose of eating them. I believe there could be a more ethical way to do it. Sure. You know, I try to go to the health food store and like, I really don't even eat that much meat. I eat a lot of like fish, which mm. I don't even, I don't know how fish are raised. You can't read their facial expressions. So you- <laughs> You can just assume that they're fine with it. Some of them look judgy as really? hell. Because <laughs> they're side eyes. They're on both Yo, sides of their head. Oh, they are so it's full side time eye. side eye. That's true. Okay, I'm just saying <laughs> that I'm personally not someone that eats a ton of meat. Uh-huh. But that being said, like I do know that like there is a problem with how a lot of animals are raised. You know, oh, like with hormones yeah. and yeah. and you know just unsafe or unsanitary conditions. Like I think that those yeah, are it's basically. Awful. I absolutely think that those are things worth talking about. But I think the minute you start comparing like the mistreatment of people, which again is just like there's there they aren't the same. Like I think that if you feel really passionately about this, I mean I commend you for it and I feel like I haven't really like done enough research into how to like start a vegan lifestyle for myself. For me, it kind of just feels like really hard. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like just being totally transparent and a little self-centered in the sense that like. But that's everybody that doesn't do the best thing as soon as they learn it's the best thing. Like that's everybody who smokes cigarettes. That's everybody who like, you know, I I don't know. Like any people who don't read the the ingredients in their products to make sure that they weren't tested on animals. I mean, all that stuff. Like that's everybody. Right. I mean, like there are, we can all do things in our personal lives that would be better for the planet and be Mm. better for other humans. Like I think that everybody has to start somewhere in that respect. But I think that the minute you start turning it into, well, this is the same as like slavery, for example. And I've heard people use that. And I've seen like cartoons about it. I've seen memes. I've seen all sorts of stuff, like just doing this one-to-one comparison. And it's just like, it's not the same. And it's like not really fair when people do that. No, it's not the same. It's not fair. It waters down both messages because it destroys the person's credibility because they can't stay focused and make a reasonable. Well, it's also just like disrespect. Point. That's what it's I'm disrespectful. saying. Like I'm a black woman, and so to say to me that like my eating meat is like the KKK, just like the personal feelings that I have towards that hate group, just because of like what it means to my family and what it means to me. Like a hate group that PS still exists right now and is actually you know has endorsed our president and is going around 
and posting like white supremacist messages. One of the colleges I spoke at, this is freaking crazy, the KKK was hanging posters and they were putting, what are those called? Like little blades behind them so that if you tried to pull the poster down, you would cut yourself. Seriously. And they were doing this wow. like in like at a college town that I spoke at. Like this is not a thing of the past. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. so to make that comparison wow. to me, I just felt it was like really messed up and not cool. But again, like I'm, I don't know, like I personally, I've watched a few of those documentaries, like Forks Over Knives, I think is that the one that I watched. It's like about, you know, like the meat industry and just yeah. like the way that they. And they show you like the chicken sweeper and all that stuff, how, how, like, it's all, how it's all mechanical at this point. It's automated, a lot of it. And they show you like yeah. animals that are hurt and stuff like that. And it's it's really disturbing and it's, it's really sad. It's not something that I enjoyed watching. I just don't think that I'm personally at a place where I can just give it up completely. I don't know. I just get so, like, hypersensitive. <laughs> I get so, honestly, I... Well, that's I, their decision, and, you know, and it's our decision to eat meat or not eat meat. That's a personal choice. Right. I'm just saying, like, And how, I, the, how those animals are treated before they become the product that you're eating right. is a different, somewhat different issue. I mean, you know, you could say don't eat meat because it's cruel no matter how you do it. Right. Or you could say, hey, you know, there's a food chain. We're kind of high on it. And uh, it makes sense to eat this meat. Let's just do it in a way that's ethical. Yeah. I mean, I think that the main goal is to do it so that we don't, like, end up hurting our planet. Because I think there's even a case to be made about, like, fruits and vegetables. Like, there are certain fruits and vegetables that are not supposed to be available year-round. But we have, like, created a system by which we can have mangoes all year-round. All I'm saying is that the way that we raise food whether it be animal or vegetable or fruit, should be looked at because I think that it can be done in a way that will help preserve our planet. And it's not just like one group of people that are eating meat that are doing all of the damage. You know, there's there's um, right. human rights concerns too with like the people that actually are out there picking the vegetables and the fruits, you of know, course. like- But again, those are those are separate topics. So, you know, how right. we employ people to, to work on a farm is different from whether or not the farming process is sustainable is different from whether or not you should eat the animals that are being raised on that farm. Exactly. Those I'm saying we should look at the issues. whole system. The whole system is <laughs> fucked is what I'm saying, okay? Now you're starting to sound like the like the person that was texting you online or I'm messaging you online. I'm just saying that this bitch needs to eat and that the system <laughs> needs to be looked at from every angle. Can we go back to the fish side eye? That was funny. <laughs> Okay, so so the the much bigger news is that you are now about to create a pilot for Comedy Central. Woohoo! How do you feel? Oh goodness. I I'm excited. I'm also nervous. I'm also I don't know. It's just been like this big secret that I've been holding on to. I mean, you know, I've told you about like every set. How do you feel? <laughs> <laughs> that's actually that's a, a fair question. That's a fair question. How do you feel? Yeah. yeah, I don't know. It's been a little bit of a roller coaster. It's been hard getting here. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I put in a lot of work. Yeah. And um, it's been it's been a long a long road, but I feel like <laughs> I feel like I deserve this. <laughs> You know. <laughs> okay, sure. No, it has been a long road, though. You know, I mean, I uh, we pitched the show in November of last year, and we started working on it. Um, I want to say 
January of last year, and then I got the nightly show, so we kind of put it on hold. So it has taken a really long time. We actually got our offers and then settled, you know, with Comedy Central in January or settled on Comedy Central in January. And then it's been four months of just contract negotiation where I genuinely felt like any day my agent was going to call me and tell me that Comedy Central like actually didn't like me. Like you pick up the phone and someone would just scream, psych! Yeah. And hang up on you. <laughs> yeah. Punk returns April 22nd with Ashton Kutcher. And it's me being like, what? Jessica Ramsey. <laughs> it's me just like crying in a corner. Yeah, I really thought that. I would just call my agent. And I realized, in comparison to other people, I'm super lucky. You know, like uh, Issa Rae got her pilot for HBO in 2012 and it didn't happen until 2016. Well, the pilot didn't or the show didn't? The show didn't. But I mean, Because there's still time for your pilot to be four years away from being a show. Absolutely. She got her deal in 2012 and then her pilot filmed in 2015 and then the show happened in 2016. So uh, scripted is a little bit different. But I know people who have been in contract negotiations for eight months, a year. It's, it's a slow process. TV is and a if you really slow process. And if you don't know, um, you know, what happens is, and, and if you've seen Pulp Fiction, you know this because they explain it. But uh, first you get the pilot, mm-hmm. which is which is some money to make one show, yeah, a first it's, episode. Yeah, it's kind of just like, show us what you can do. Exactly. And then based on the strength of that pilot, then it becomes a series or it gets picked up and is aired. Yeah, and I think that for me, it's definitely exciting. Um backstory I've shot like six pilots and not for my own show for like other people's things and clearly they didn't go anywhere right but and not that they weren't good shows and not that they weren't good shows it's there's so but many you don't variables get to make that decision at the end of the there's day there's so many variables like the network looks at what other stuff they have planned and like what their budget is and it's you know there are lots of people Issa had a pilot at ABC that didn't go and um, Broad City had a deal at FX first and they did a pilot there and then FX passed and then they went to Comedy Central. And I think uh, Mad Men got pitched at HBO first and, and they passed. And A lot um, of the major shows. A lot of shows. It happens, started somewhere else yeah. or at least, at least expected to be somewhere else before they ended up It happens a lot. And yeah. I mean, and for me, I am super excited, but I think that that's what's also playing into my anxiety a little bit because like there's just been all of these really complimentary articles about the pilot but they're a lot of like super clickbaity like Francesco's the first black yeah. woman yeah. it's like I'm not the first black woman with a late night pilot right well what are some like, of those because well, you've gotten a lot of press for this yeah I, some of them say okay like the first black woman with a pilot at Comedy Central which is not true Jessica Williams had a development deal last year for a scripted project I don't know what's happened with it um you know, she's super busy. She's freaking crushing it. And so that puts me in, like, a weird position because, like, we're not super close, but she's someone I'm friendly with. And I'm right. just like, uh, can you not right. say that, like, You're not trying I'm... to steal her shine if she no! was the first and now they're saying you're the first. Of yeah, course. it's just like, you guys, can you just do, like, a quick Google? Because before <laughs> you, like, and I, I get it. Like, the headline, Francesca Ramsey's the first. 
first right. is like a really clicky headline. Like, thanks. Yeah. The first black woman in late night is another one, which is also not true. Monique was actually the first um, in 2009. She had a show on BET. Um, and Wanda Sykes also had a show on Fox. And here's the thing. Like, there are a lot of firsts for black women mm. in late night television. Amber Ruffin was the first black female writer in late night on Seth Meyers in 2014, which right. is like not that long ago. And then, of course, Robin Thede, who I worked with at Nightly Show, was the first black female head writer in Late Night, and that was 2015. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, there have been a lot of firsts, and I'm super excited to be in a position where I could potentially have a show, but mm-hmm. at the same time, I'm also like, you guys, it's a pilot. Like, it, I'm really excited. I'm really what if were, excited. What if you were the first black woman to potentially have a show and then not get the show? The first black woman to have a meeting to potentially do something. Like, I'm coming out of the office, and they're like, there she is. She's leaving the building. I love that they're like, the first black woman with a pilot on Comedy Central, and they're, and they're all wrong, or, or several of them are wrong, but they keep running with it. They they're like, the it. first black! <laughs> no, they're like, the first black female fighter pilot. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, the, not, I'm a fighter! The first black person. <laughs> it's like our apartment is the cradle of civilization. I want to see people like in our apartment like dusting off our table. They're like, <laughs> oh my god, hold on a second. It's a table! <laughs> it's just, they, just, they just wipe off our dirty table. They're like, yeah. guys, guys, we got something. I think it's a table. <laughs> Their apartment is... Filthy! <laughs> the first black was a not a very tidy person. <laughs> yeah, I mean, here's what's been also interesting. I will say, I really wanted to be the bigger, more professional person, but it has delighted me to see how upset my trolls are about oh, the pilot. Yeah. I don't I don't follow that. I don't follow your trolls at all. I don't look at them. I mean, I don't I follow them, them either. They just hop up on my mentions and they're like, here's what I think, here's what I think. And it's like, okay, guys, <laughs> right, right. like no one cares. Right. Like I g- genuinely <clears throat> do not care. But also it's like funny to me because you know, I've been holding on to this for a while, and there have just been so many days where people were like, you suck, you're not funny, you're mm. not talented. Like when Dakota- like the one guy that said I was way funnier than you? Oh, he did say that. He did, And yeah. I told him, I was like, you're right, he's very funny. Uh, yeah, I couldn't believe you said that. Oh, I, I appreciate that you said that. I that mean, was nice. I here's the thing. Because then I didn't have to step in and say, yeah, bro, you're totally right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the whole right. so-and-so's right. funnier is, thing is, is so dumb. The point because, was like, just that it was to belittle you. Yeah. It has nothing to do with their thoughts on and who's funnier or whatever. And if you think someone's funnier than me. I know tons of people that have TV shows right, and right, Emmys right, right, right. and Obviously, Oscars. That's the point. And they don't care how funny I am or am not. Exactly. They care about, they care about trying to insult you. Right. And all of this time, I had to bite my tongue and not say anything. And so I'm very happy that they are sharing the freaking press release, which like, P.S., do I need to invoice you as my new fucking publicist? Because these dudes are like sharing the news of me getting a pilot more fervently than like my mother. My mom is literally like, I got to go to the library and print out this press release. And the trolls are like, excuse me, ma'am, I need to print out this press release. So I can share it with my other friends that don't have internet. Like, it is bizarre. Like, this one guy, no shit, made a 15-minute video about the pilot announcement. And I was like, it doesn't take 15 minutes to read the press release. It's literally a paragraph. I mean, it's bizarre. I wanted to be mature about mm. it, but it's really hard. You know, a few people said this You deserve to me. it. I earned that- the right to gloat a little bit. You absolutely Like, I did. worked really, really fast 
freaking hard. And I think Agreed. for me, the people that say negative things that are like, it's not going to be funny or like, it's not going to go or whatever. Like I genuinely at, at this point, I feel like so proud of myself for what you I've accomplished be. because we went and pitched the show to like 12 different places. You know, I spent a year working six days a week on a television show and on my web series. I, you know, have had weeks where I have flown to multiple st- cities and, and I still wake up in the morning and go to the fucking gym and I still, you know, take conference calls with my manager and my producers to like work on this. You know, we've hired consultants, like we've spent our own money to do a lot of stuff to make this happen from the sizzle reel to some of the consultations that we've had. Mm-hmm. It's a big freaking deal to get to this place. And honestly, if anybody has something negative to say about it, like, kiss my ass. Like, let me know when you sell a pilot. Like, just genuinely, let me fucking know. Because these are people who sit in their basements and they build their whole careers on talking about me. And it's so hard to be the fucking bigger person. Like, I'm doing all of this great stuff. Yeah, well, the, and I don't want to, like, have them bring me down. You well, know? You, don't, you don't have to be a bigger person, but I think a big part of the reason that you've gotten this far in the first place is because you've always been the bigger person in these situations. I really tried. And you so do a great hard. job, but I mean, like, you know, and and when you have the opportunity to do something like attack your trolls just because they're attacking you or show that you're not seeing them as people, mm-hmm. but rather just as some sort of opposition or some some source of conflict, that's how people get dragged down into this stuff. Oh, yeah. And then they show that they're really not much better than everybody else. And they're entitled to go after the people who come after them. Oh, yeah. You, you know? can, defending yourself is, <clears throat> is worth it, I But think. it goes a lot further to not just defend yourself, but, I mean, you defend yourself, but you do it in a way that's, that's very tactful. I and try, you, yeah. And you do it all the time. I see it all the time. And that just shows, you know, the, the, the decency with which you operate. And, yeah. I, and And I think that that's part of what's gotten you this far. You know, I think that's actually exactly what's gotten you this far because I've been with you for pretty much every step of the way. Yeah, you were there when I was making no money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And um and you know, I've I've done my best to be as encouraging as possible. Um, but I've seen you get passed over for people who are willing to say, you know, um, show more skin than you were willing to do. Yeah. Or or just or, backstab. Or backstab <laughs> or push products that they they had no interest in and didn't care about. And and you know what? A lot of them didn't go very far. Everyone everyone's path is is different. Sometimes when you say these things they feel like empty platitudes, like everyone's moment is different. But it it is true. You know, like it's taken a long time for me to get here and there were lots of moments where I was sad about some other opportunity not working out. You're right. You can get to a spot a number of different ways. But I think what's impressed me uh, over the long run is that you really don't sacrifice your morals and your ethics and you practice what you preach. Thank you. And you work very hard to do that. Even earlier on this podcast, you you went into a pretty long thing that was fairly off topic because you wanted to make sure that vegetarians understood that you weren't insulting vegetarianism by eating meat. Like, that is such a decent person understanding thing to do. And that's why you have now a pilot for a show that discusses exactly these sorts of issues and 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 that's why that's why you're there in that space specifically. Baby, because, you are making me blush like so hard. Well, it's true. I'm not used to you I, being so nice on the podcast. This is ruining our brand. 
we try not to be too nice I to know, each other. I mean. <laughs> so it's coming. Say I'm not funny. Um, <laughs> no, uh, thank you. That means that that means a lot, and I um, I'm very you know appreciative because there I despite the nasty things that have been said, I've gotten my phone hates me right now because it's just been in a constant state of meltdown because of all the texts and right. tweets and messages that I've been getting from people. All of people. a sudden you got 90 some cousins. That's the, oh, the yeah, M&M everybody line. Everybody wants a job. Is that an M&M line? Yeah, it is. Uh, don't quote M&M <laughs> on this podcast. Please, <laughs> please don't it do in that. There. It's been super overwhelming and I'm 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 really, really freaking excited um, and, and nervous too. And I think that that is important to share because I'm, I'm a human and um, in my experience, it seems people enjoy it or feel comforted when I'm honest about uh, the anxiety that comes along with like each stage of my career. Um, mm, sure. So, of course. Yeah, I'm nervous. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm really excited. I think it's going to be really fun. It's cool because I am uh, executive producer, so I get to make a lot of decisions. I get to boss people around, which <laughs> I am really good at. <laughs> I don't know where this pilot's going to go, but you're going to go over there because I'm fucking in charge. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Okay, Animal Corner. Animal Corner! Animal Corner! So, first on the Animal Corner, I went through every puppy Twitter account and followed all of them. You did? I did. Every single one. I literally typed in puppies, at puppies, Is it just like a lot of pictures of puppies? It's just pictures of puppies. And some porn. I don't know where that came <laughs> from. It's not puppy porn. <laughs> Is it furry? It was just, furry no, porn? it wasn't furry porn. It was regular porn. Oh, um, that's and the I, way they get you. I think, I think that's they what they start were doing. You, they, they dangle. They're like, you know what people look for, puppies. They put a little line of puppies, and at the end, there's a naked girl. Right. And or someone just hit PP instead of SS when they were typing. Pussies. <laughs> That's possible, Your actually. Your phone just auto-corrected. <laughs> it was like, no, this is what you really this is, want. This is how I get a job in late night. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder who's hiring. <laughs> look at you. I'm, I'm going to look very closely at your packet. Okay, so what else do you have for Animal Corner? You okay, followed so, all the puppies. So I found out that there was this, this terrible rumor being spread mm-hmm. um, that polar bears are all left-handed. Why would someone start that rumor? I have no idea, but apparently everybody believed that polar bears were left-handed because it just was bad information that so got how spread did around. This, I'm so confused. Well, someone so I just... did because this bothered me that someone would spread such lies about polar bears. Do you know a right-handed polar bear? Is that <laughs> so why? I did a I did our first LMB deep dive <laughs> reporting. <laughs> and I Googled Move it. Move over, John Oliver! <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> okay, what did you learn about, about uh, right-handed polar bears? So I Googled it. And it turns out there's no evidence that polar bears are all left-handed. Here's what I want to know. <laughs> I'm just so confused. It's a bear. It's not yeah. like it's like filling out forms. Like how? Would, why does it which, matter which, which handed they are? <laughs> they probably use both hands to do whatever it is that polar bear. I don't even know what polar bears do. They uh, they walk around. They they hunt. But like, do they golf? Like why do we need to know? <laughs> do they play guitar? Like so, do yeah, they do you have to anything? Get the different yeah, do they do anything that? You know, is dependent upon them having being left or right-handed. I, you know, I don't know. I do they? Didn't... What kind of scissors do they use? <laughs> I know somebody. I I know one left-handed person, and she bitches about this stuff all the time. Yeah. Which I mean, rightfully so. Oh, Whoa! Right. Get it? Rightfully 
So, oh, all right. so I didn't even mean to. I'll cut that out because, like that, <laughs> that can cost you your whole Comedy, Comedy Central. Comedy gig. Central is listening, and they're yeah. like, "Ooh, we have yeah. made. We can't let this happen." They were like, "We saw the dislikes, we saw the trolls, and we still gave this girl a pilot, and now she's throwing it all away." She's just throwing it away. I didn't mean to make that joke. I'm genuinely <laughs> saying that she uh-huh. is allowed to complain about. Mm. Being a left-handed girl yeah. in a right-handed world. Oh, totally. World. I watch when I watch lefties. Uh, excuse me. Is lefties? Uh, no, is I don't. Sl- <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what the that's what the alt-right people call us. They call us lefties. Oh. Okay. Anyways, you've seen left-handed people. Let's use you know that right. instead of calling them lefties because <laughs> right. we don't know we if don't they want to be. A, maybe so, that's. I don't know their politics. Maybe that's offensive. I don't know. Exactly. What have you seen them oh, do? Oh, when they write, it looks, it's because... Oh, it covers their whole hand. Because and... they have to move across the page with their hand yeah. following the words that they're writing. Mm-hmm. So the smear factor's got to yeah. be got to be brutal. Yeah, you... Maybe if they got like a little, like a, like a little skateboard or something, you know, like something that rolled <laughs> oh, along. Oh, yeah, so, so instead a... of smudges, they could have wheel marks. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds great. <laughs> the point here is that not all polar bears are left-handed. Well, that is really interesting. You're very, you're very welcome. I feel like they will now have an easier way to go through the world. First, they were worried about climate change. <laughs> now, now, now they're it's not... a small victory for polar bears yeah. getting this information out there. Now they can use their habitats are entirely destroyed. They've though, got scissors still. at their disposal. They don't have to. You know, Jimi Hendrix. Well, that's the problem. People were shipping them left-handed scissors oh. and left-handed supplies. You wait, wait, wait. You know, Jimi Hendrix taught himself how to play his guitar upside down because he was left-handed? I did know that. But I looked that up, and that is also a false rumor. No way. I don't know. I'm just making oh. that up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I could probably Google it right now. Okay, Another you... LMB deep dive? No, no, no. <laughs> I think we've had enough dives. We've had enough dives and enough bombs on this episode. All right, Patrick, get excited because this episode we've got a special edition of Florida Man. Instead, it's Florida Whoa Man! Florida Man! Are you excited? I'm, I'm thrilled. Um, so if you're new to our podcast, Florida Man is a segment where one of us reads a number of headlines about Florida men, and then the other person has to guess which headline is fake, and we are not just crapping on Florida. We are actually real-life Florida people, because we are originally from West Palm Beach. So this week, I'm going to do a special edition all about Florida women. You ready, Pat? I'm ready. Headline number one. Florida woman attempts to wear Make America Great Again hat for DMV photo, claiming it's part of her religion. Nah, that sounds like something a Florida person would do. Number two. Florida woman, surprised to learn car she set on fire doesn't belong to her ex-boyfriend. That is a very common mistake, actually. Um, Okay. Number three. Florida woman who doesn't speak Spanish sues for discrimination after she's denied job as a Spanish teacher. Very interesting. Um, yeah, that also sounds like some these are all these are all like key Florida personality yeah, types. Yeah, this is gonna be a really hard it's, one. It's it's yes, it's very difficult. This one's hard. Number four. 
Florida woman claims stolen dog is her birth mother. Mm. Okay, there's, I've got one more. Well, you got five of them? Yeah, I've got five this week. Okay. All right. Number five. Florida woman quits job so she can breastfeed her boyfriend full time. <laughs> I'm not going to react. <laughs> I want to say that one of the last two are the ones that you made up. But I know that you are so devious now when you write these headlines. Mm, I'm getting good. That I don't. I'm a writer. I don't think. I don't think that those are made up. I think they're purposely misleading because they're so bizarre and so. Yeah, stupid. I really tried to pick good headlines that would all kind of work together to throw you off. What was the second one? Okay, the second one was Florida woman surprised to learn car she set on fire doesn't belong to her ex-boyfriend. I'm going to say that that was it, but that's just based on... You're going to say that's the fake headline? I think that's the fake one based on how good you've gotten at drafting realistic fake headlines to try to distract me. Okay, that's a real headline. Damn it. I know it sounded like exactly something that would happen in real life. Do you want to try one? I'll give you one more guess. Yeah. God, I have gotten so What was, that? What was the good. third one? Florida woman who doesn't speak Spanish... Sues for discrimination after she's denied job as Spanish teacher. See, now, you're always talking about how you write too long of a headline, and that gives it away, and I always but do these that. Are, there are a lot of long headlines this time. <sighs> what, was the for- what was the fourth one again? The fourth one The is- breastfeeding one. I'm going to go with the breastfeeding one. That can't, like, that should not be a real thing just on principle, whether or not it is. I'm, I have, I'm obligated to select that as the fake headline. It's a real headline. My God. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that that was going to happen. I knew this was going to be a good one. Do you want to know which one's the fake one? Yeah, tell me. The fake one is Florida woman claims stolen dog is her birth mother. Oh, that was the fake headline. But that sounds like your average, like, crazy I know, because I'm, I'm getting really, did you know I have a pilot? I'm a good <laughs> writer. I'm funny. Did you know you were the first black fighter pilot? <laughs> I am the first. <laughs> the first black female fighter pilot? <laughs> Did you know I was the first? <laughs> Just the first. Just the first. <laughs> um, well, you did a terrible job. If you have a Florida Man headline that you would like to send us, or maybe you just want to let us know what you thought about this week's episode, you can tweet us using the hashtag last name basis, or you can tweet us individually at Cheskali. A tie optional. You can also email us, lnbpodcast at gmail.com. We did not get to our listener letters this week, but you have been emailing us and we're going to possibly do a mailbag episode very soon because we should actually respond to some of the messages that people send us. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, Well, this has been a great episode, Patrick. Do you have any final thoughts? Um, Not unless you want to learn more about polar bears. I'm good. (laughs) I'm Francesca. I'm Patrick. And this was Last Name Basis on Brick Radio. Second time around, always better than the first time. Oh, you know that song? No, I bet you don't. <laughs>